Welcome back to Tales of Two Bros. I am Angel. I'm Adon. And this is our marvelous review of Doctor Strange. With the Spider-Man hands? Remember reading the comic books that Doctor Strange always had his hands like in this fashion. Sure. Kind of thing, and it just happened to be, you know, similar to Spider-Man. Spoilers. Spoilers. So I wanted to go over Doctor Strange that came out in 2016 because the new Doctor Strange movie coming out, The Multiverse of Madness, which is six years later for a sequel, but due to COVID, obviously it was taken back. This is my only second viewing of Doctor Strange. Even really? though I own it, yeah, I have Disney Plus. I l- liked it enough to buy it, but I never found myself watching it again until now in preparation for the upcoming movie. What about you? I mean, if we're counting viewings, I would dare say maybe fifth time watching it because I watched it with well, I, mean, uh, I watched it with like dad, mom on separate occasions. Mm-hmm. I watched it again on um, right. uh, another time, and then I just recently watched it now. Granted, Doctor Strange has been in multiple films. Was mentioned in Winter Soldier. Was it Winter Soldier or no, no, Civil War? You're thinking of uh, Civil War. Falcon and Winter Soldier when they mentioned him. No, he was mentioned. He was mentioned by the Hydra agent that was in Shield. That was Civil War. Okay. Yep, I can't remember the character's name, but because uh, I was, he gonna, was mentioned there. I was going to say in the movie of Doctor Strange, they mentioned Rhodey with his broken back. No. Yeah. That was that was the other guy that had a broken back. What other guy? Benjamin Pratt. Benjamin Pratt. He was the guy that was was able to walk because of, or maybe it's two characters. Regardless, in Civil War. He was mentioned. Then we saw a Doctor Strange film that we're talking about now. Yeah. Then he came out with Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. which we saw in one of the end credits. It was a tie-in to that. It was more like an advertisement for that film. Then we saw him in Infinity War, Endgame, Spider-Man. And we did Home. see him, and we also did see him in an animated version in What If. True. But this is his second, I don't know what you call it, solo film, because it's not really a solo film, because there's a lot of other characters in it. I would call Scar- it title Scarlet film. Witch coming. Yeah, title film, yeah. Because Scarlet Witch is in there. Professor X is in it, too, because of how I know that. Spoilers. Heard his voice. And I saw his bald head in the preview, which I was trying to avoid, but I saw that in the preview in the theaters for... Morbius? can't remember. But I enjoyed it the first time I saw it, and I enjoyed it the second time I seen it. What about you, since you saw it five times? I still enjoyed it. The one thing I will say, though, I remember the movie more vividly for the cinematics and the Mm -hmm. graphics more than I did the action. So when I rewatched it, some of the action was like, it felt fresh to me because I didn't remember everything that was happening. I was like, wow, they really did some stuff that was like a lot darker than I remember being. For me, it was visually breathtaking. Yes. It was fresh, but not so fresh because a lot of the special effects that they did, the CGI, it reminded me of Inception. True. It got compared when it first came out. It was heavily compared Mm -hmm. to Inception. For things that are supposed to be magical and mystical, the martial arts was done well in comparison to what we've seen before and what I thought it could have been. I liked the ancient one, had like these shields, almost like she was using it as fans. Yes. Which is a fighting style. The film and the two end scenes. The movie itself is just shy of two hours. The action overall is about 25 minutes, which is average. It's the average of every movie 
It's about 25 to 30 minutes. What I liked about here is this is another origin story about a certain doctor who we can easily compare to Tony Stark. He has the facial hair. He has that charisma. He has that arrogance. True. Pretty much how Tony Stark did. Where Tony Stark and Iron Man was all about weapons. We have here uh, Dr. Stephen Strange, who's intelligent, smart, is all in the medical field. And he sees things that other surgeons or doctors miss. And his ego, like Tony Stark, gets in his way. Mm-hmm. A lot um, of times. Yes, which is cool, but then it wasn't cool. Because I remember seeing the first time, I was like, this is just Tony Stark as a medical guy. That's how it was in the comics, too. And when you think about it, like that's how he was. It's kind of funny, like how you see a lot of our heroes growing up, like they're just rinse, copy, repeat. Well, that's what happens sometimes when you have the basically the same creators. True. Watching it again, besides the fight scenes and all that stuff, there are some things that popped out that is now in the focus point today. They did mention the multiverse during the training sequence way back then. Mordor's weapon, we mm-hmm. called it the Living Tribunal, and we saw that in Loki. Oh, yeah. And then time loop and the time branches. Everything that we are focusing now or got more familiar with in the Loki series and now Spider-Man No Way Home and Endgame and coming up now, the Multiverse of Madness, it was all pretty much laid out or mentioned here. Marvel does have a laid out plan. Only thing that wasn't laid out initially was Iron Man. Iron Man was a test to see if it could really work, throwing a a pebble in a pond and see how many ripples it can get. That's what Iron Man was. Here, they did the same thing. Even though it was back in, what, was it considered a phase two? Was it considered a phase two movie or phase three? I'm going to say, I think it was phase three because when it came out was after Civil War, right? It came out, yeah, you said it came out after Civil War. Right, and now this is a phase four film and they, they mentioned multi-universe oh, several times. Yeah, uh, at several different points, actually. The multiverse, excuse me, not the multi-universe, but multiverse. Or maybe they call that multi-universe, too, sometimes here and there. Uh, they did cross so like uh, the, over the multiple universes and then the multiverse. So they, they mm-hmm. said it uh, at many different junction points. And I remember having this discussion with somebody a long time ago, and they're like, oh, so that's talking about the multiverse. I'm like, yeah, but they never really went into it until Endgame. So a lot of people thought they were just talking about, oh, they're just talking about the different dimensions because technically Dormammu Dormammu is Mm -hmm. in a different dimension not a different multiverse do you know that was voiced by Cumberbatch yeah oh yeah a little tidbit yeah 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 (laughs) but I remember uh and I'm re-watching I'm like yeah they really did hammer in discussion about the multiverse Mm -hmm. especially from Ancient One as well as Mordo he even mentions it near the end of the film too even since we're spoilers guys when the Ancient One talks about when she's passing away and she looks she's like do you want to know your future he goes yeah she's like all I see is possibilities and options right and, and she's referring to she's like i don't see one set future for you i see multiple right. which could be construed as that there's no longer one set timeline for dr strange the multiverse just split looking at the of- the the trailer for the new dr strange for me i took that and re-watching the movie i took that as like mm-hmm. okay so we know there's like maybe a zombie dr strange there's a uh like a evil dr mm-hmm. strange a regular dr mm-hmm. strange so maybe that's what she saw. We'll find well, no. out. Like, I'm really surprised that it took me so long to see this again. I mean, the first time I saw it was 2016. And it's 2022 now, and I'm seeing it again. Also got to watch WandaVision. 
because she's in it. Mm-hmm. And I see what if again as well, because in my opinion, introduce the the alternate Doctor Strange. So let's talk about that for a brief moment then. No, I don't want to. Well, well, no, because, uh, we're saying we're still on Doctor Strange. What I mean by that is what if took the sto- origin of Doctor Strange slightly different? So in this version, uh, his love, Christine, she in this movie never went with him to the, to the trip to go see right. the award ceremony, which mm-hmm. in the car ride when he's like, uh, give me what you got like for new cases. That's when we get the uh, one of the cases that he passes on is a military guy who had an accident falling. He was in an experimental yes. armor suit. That's, um, that's Rhodey. Yeah, that's Rhodey. And that's why I was like, ah, Rhodey. And then he crashes. But in the what if, she goes with him. And that's what causes the unbreakable time loop in the what if version. I just thought that was a real cool because my mind went there watching that. But yeah, they even show like it crushing his hands as he's crashing. And you're right. It shows like him struggling to reclaim his life after losing his hands. That's what leads it, into his newfound adventure. That whole scene where he is going like to Nepal, mm-hmm. or Tibet, something some, like, some to that effect. You can't help but think of Christopher Nolan's Batman where he goes into I, you know looking what? for- That's not where I go. When I go- Oh, where do you go? Golden Child. Yes. Wait, yes. wait, wait, they're pulling the things and the, they're turning. Oh, right. When he's walking by and turning that, and he's, uh, yeah, he was like, wait, he was just shy of saying, I, I, I want the night, night, night. But you notice like those two rich men or well off men going to a foreign land, an ancient territory or Asian territory, try to find their purpose or better way. From what I saw, pretty much how I remembered it and pretty damn good. It, I think overall, Dr. Strange got, I don't know what it is in Rotten Tomatoes or the audience. I think it was ranked relatively middle. And, I, and also- It deserves I, a lot more. I want to say it feels overshadowed around that time. I, I like yes. a lot of other films. Because remember Thor, Ragnarok was not far behind, which was one of the, right. tri- one of the scenes. When that came out, That everybody was thinking about that. And then of course there was like Black Panther. Uh, Black Panther movie that was around that time too. I think it's because that he came off very similar to Tony Stark. So I guess the archetype mm-hmm. of the character threw people off. Let's talk about the action because that's what we pretty much like about Marvel is their action sequences. As I mentioned earlier, there's about 25 minutes of action. I think there's 13 action scenes. And I even counted a one where since this character is surrounded by mysticism, the mystic arts, I counted the ones where he's being thrown in uh, through space and time. And he's going all crazy. He's freaking out. Oh, like when he the first went the uh, ancient one yeah and then it's like all that stuff where he's like what the hell's going on where am i there's about 15 scenes with all that including training the mind bending scenes the actual fight scenes true there's, that nature. there's about 15 scenes do you have a favorite scene that you enjoyed or there are two scenes that really stand out for me one is the end of uh, before the mom dormammu uh the fight scene where he starts reversing time which one is a cool fight scene because they're fighting and everything is trying to reassemble itself around them as they're com- uh, doing the combat. Everyone's in going reverse, in reverse. Except for them fighting. And right. they're kind of using the terrain around them at the same time. When you focus on the background, 
you see how brutal everything was like you see like a, there was like one part where like a woman was actually laying down she and you could see she was dead and then she all of a sudden gets sucked back into the car that crashed so like the fight that's happening around there is really cool but the what just caught me watching it again and focusing on like the details was everything that was happening around them which was really trippy and cool. Also, I have to say the New York Centaurum, when it was him versus uh, the act, uh, the Zealots, which was cool. And that's when we get introduced to the cloak. We really get to see them use uh, the Zealots, use their uh, reality warping abilities. That could be argued for like possibly doing it. No, I was going to say it, it does break. Uh, the scene does have a break between it because then it goes into it the mirror dimension, which was also really trippy. You mean the astral plane? No, him and Mordo are trying to run away. And he's like, you just killed us. This is suicide. And they're running away from the zealots and they're in the mirror dimension. And then, uh, oh, yeah. and then Dr. Strange out of nowhere just goes, this was a mistake. And you just see Mordo like just from the side go, <laughs> like I just said this. <laughs> Those, those are my those two. two well i think this is a first oh we have uh, we have a difference okay yeah we don't match for me it was when the ancient one came to fight off the zealots those mm -hmm. guys his his dominion where everything becomes all interception and the buildings are changing moving and she's fighting all of them oh so the, the opening scene again why i like that is because it set the pace it showed us okay this is not your regular marvel film that you know we're gonna flip it on his head which pretty much what they did mm -hmm. the movements are very good and how they use the, the mystic arts as a martial art was really cool yeah it's not gonna be like abracadabra here we go the second one i did like was the astral plane fight he is fighting scott atkins i thought it was scott that's atkins. his I'm second like, i saw his jawline i'm like that looks like scott atkins that's his second marvel film that i know of because his first one was with wolverine origins he played deadpool without the mouth his movement was very fluid and i did like that because it was just a different take it had the thing where you're messing with reality or messing with the real world but he figured out how to take him down by using uh, by connecting to the real world into the astral plane i did like the cloak the cloak was comic relief it did help with the comedy yes and it wasn't overdone like it wasn't it wasn't overkill yeah bonded with him has his back has his front will wipe the tears away from him for him because he was crying at the time honestly i thought it was a little bit different uh difficult to pick a scene because like case in point the ancient one when they were doing the fighting in the first one great scene but the second time mm -hmm. the ancient one fights is also a fantastic scene. She's like owning all of them just the same way and mm -hmm. until she finally loses to the zealots. This, like you said, is underrated because there's a lot of really cool aspects that they do. The whole chase scene in the mirror dimension. Actually, I thought that was better than the chase scene that he did in No Way Home. Well, No Way Home was more chaotic. Between where he was chasing Spider-Man? Yeah, because it was like, like it was all fast. It was, it was more like we we're looking at it through Spider-Man's eyes. True. I thought it was more chaotic here because you see everything like merging in and you saw like all this other stuff and you didn't True. know which way it could go. Right, but the characters itself, they were able to adjust to it really quickly. Oh, I see what you're being like. Spider-Man did Spider-Man was like, he had to figure it out. He went through, to, you know, geometry to figure out how to get his bearings. True. I did like the way they handled mystic arts. It was very reminiscent to Avatar, The Last Airbender. In the sense of movements with martial arts behind it to conjure Ooh. up spells and things of nature. You see even more now in Infinity War and Endgame where 
Doctor Strange will lick his hands and then spread out to bring out his um, spell hands or whatever you want to call it. So he'll do a movement. And Katie, sometimes it's very simple. He'll go like, and then he'll just go into this hand position. I agree with that because for two reasons. One, in the comics, they also talk about how Doctor Strange does know martial arts. You know, he it, like he keeps himself trained in, in the martial arts. And come on, you know, it's like, just because you're a sorcerer doesn't mean you can't throw a punch. He does that too. Uh, the aspect of using martial arts for training for magic and sorcerer ways is not that far off from when we used to do when you, when we had caught us, we had to do our forms, you know, you're doing those movements where you're mimicking and like, I can see like when they're moving their hands and taking their stances. Okay. That's like a form of a kata. Like, and they're like, cause when you do a kata, sometimes it's you're mimicking having a weapon in your hand or you're, right. you're mimicking like certain actions. So they're manifesting their weapons or they're manifesting those actions through movement. I'm excited to see what's going to happen in the multiverse of madness. Is it going to be how we kind of expect in the sense of, will this be the movie that brings in the X-Men? Will this be the movie that brings in other superheroes from other worlds that we know, like from, like I said, X-Men, Deadpool, or will it be a rebirth? Well, Wanda, like in the comics, lose it and say a chant that makes everything happen. Well, we see Spider-Man again. The possibilities on this, I want to say endless, but it's grand. Well, we see Loki. Loki was attached to this. Will Kang make an appearance here? Or, mean, or are we going to have to wait for season two of Loki? Will we get the Iron Man that's played by Tom Cruise? Will we get Reed Richards from the Fantastic Four? Hopefully we will. Are you excited for Multiverse of Madness? Yes, I'm very excited for it. Did you get your ticket? No. Neither did I. <laughs> and, we, and we call ourselves fans, even though we are fans. Did anything we missed? Rating. Well, besides that part. <laughs> anything else? Was there anything that, uh, did we say anything we didn't like? No, because uh, there's nothing really I didn't like. The pace was good. The timing was great. I, I didn't really feel any dead points. Or which is fine it was pretty, it, there's nothing yeah. wrong with having a movie that you're like i can't find something that i didn't like about it the only thing i can come close i guess as nick picking is that he was very similar to tony stark in the sense of arrogance and intelligence he was intelligent in the sense of his field true yeah but they but they did talk about that in a sense that was more of his drive that he just had to know he just had to see it through yeah you know that's what drove him like his curiosity got the best of him and it was best put by the uh, ancient one your success your drive it's all about your fear of failure and like your mm -hmm. ego that's all mm -hmm. it is and he's like well that's what makes me great and she's like no that's what holds you back so you never want to explore the possibilities beyond right. what you're capable of overall I think a great origin story, excellent movie for, uh, to rewatch and, and see. Now, I will say I did like there was one, there's there was plenty of humorous moments, but one of them is when Mordor gives him a piece of paper and he opens oh, it and he reads it. Shamala. And it's like, is this my mantra I have to say? Like, no, that's the password. That's the Wi-Fi password. We're not Neanderthals. There was several, I mean, besides the cave, there were several moments. Uh, Wong, his relationship with Wong. Because he's going by one name. So Steven tries to make him crack. Also, like, like all these, like Sting, Beyonce, all these other like one name mm -hmm. artists. And then we see him later on listening to Beyonce. And then he cracks up later on at the end of the movie where it's not really not that funny. 
Exactly. It's he's not that funny. <laughs> and everybody, he's even up. both Doctor Strange and Mordo, like, that's the joke that makes him laugh. Let's talk about the last two end credit scenes. One of them was more of a advertisement, if you will, for the, at the time, upcoming Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. which was pretty much, it was just shot for that movie and they added it into Thor Ragnarok. No, uh, because there was more to Thor Ragnarok. They just, they, they filmed it in Thor Ragnarok and they just took that clip and put it into Doctor Strange. Oh, I thought it was the other way around. I thought they shot it for Doctor Strange and they just kept it, put it in there. Yeah. Oh. For those listening, watching, comment below, which fact. was first, which was correct. Fact check is it be- Yes. But the second end credit scene is where Mordor visits Benjamin Pratt's character who yes. went there before and kept the, uh, the mystic arts for himself for he can walk again mm-hmm. and took his powers away at yes. the end. And that kind of reminded me of, I hate to mention it, for some reason, like in Green Lantern, where Sinestro just puts on the yellow ring, becomes a yellow lantern. I get it. And here yeah. we saw, we granted, we did see Mordor start to turn, seeing that what, what he once believed in was pretty much based on lies. In that Green Lantern movie, unlike that, Sinestro just turns. Granted, in Green Lantern, we didn't, I don't remember, I mean, I just didn't see it once, that you don't see no buildup of Sinestro about to turn to use fear as his ally. Nothing worthwhile that is. It's like, there was insinuated at some points, but it wasn't like this one. This one actually had a good buildup for that. Right. And... For our ratings, I would say it's worth the watch. Worth the watch. Worth the money. Worth the money. I agree. (laughs) Why I keep forgetting these things. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for joining us on our marvelous review of Doctor Strange. Please leave a comment below if you liked it. If for you is worth the watch, worth the money. What was your favorite scene? What was your favorite moment? What did you find funny? Or are we just talking out of our ass? (laughs) <laughs> Until next time, will be the next time. I am Angel. I'm Adon. Love you, bro. Love you too.